10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It is Friday, November 12th, 2021. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we would like to be there for you. You can also hear our voices in our other podcast. It's called 10K Dollar Day. Please look for that in your player. Just type in 10K Dollar Day. But this <laughs> is the 10-minute Daily Happy. That's right. And all this week, we're featuring rentalcars.com. So if you're looking to get back out there and get on the road, especially this holiday season, please look at 10kdollarday.com slash rental cars. They are part of booking.com, which we also love, and they work with all the major car suppliers securing the lowest rates. So check them out. Okay. Allison, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about something that is not on your radar to talk about at all today. Okay. Um everyone's gonna be like, what what just happened to this podcast? Is this an educational podcast? But okay. I went to the symphony mm-hmm. this last weekend and it was the first time that I'd been in quite a long time to see like an orchestra or anything like that. And I went to school at a school, at my, my college was really classical music based. So right. we learned lots of rules. Okay. Like, like, there, like it was very, very... Oh, it was old school, right? So like if you were a singer, you had to stand in the crook of the piano. Your hand would never rest on the piano. You stood a very certain way. If you're a pianist, you were told to sit a certain way. If you went to an orchestra concert, you never clapped between movements. You only clapped at the end. Like there was a lot of etiquette, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I went to this concert at Palm Beach Symphony. It was really great. Their orchestra is phenomenal, first of all. If, you're, if you find yourself near Miami, you might as well go try to find it yeah and there was a little bit of like i felt something happened that i was not trained to expect at the symphony okay and i felt myself get real snobby about it oh and then i had to like check myself you know what i mean like okay i say all the time that i want arts to be open to everybody that i want people who are not comfortable yet being in a symphony venue to come in and then i sit there and i judge people for not knowing these random rules okay calm down right yeah 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 so i just wanted to bring up some um questions and answers that people might have about a symphony concert i love that because i have never well the only thing i went to which i don't think it is i was it the symphony the one we went to in new york with our friend vanessa ray no love we saw no we didn't see <laughs> symphony but we there, was, there was like classical no. music yeah okay we watched a we we watched a rebroadcast of an opera on oh, a screen sitting outside. Opera. Okay, that's as close as I've ever gotten to a symphony. So if that's I mean, not close. We were sitting outside the Met when we watched it. It was oh, pretty great. There you but, go. So that's as close okay. as I've gotten. So maybe these will apply to me. Okay, perfect. I love it. So I'm just going to ask you what you know. You know what I mean? I'm going to ask sure. you things about what you know. All right, here we go. Um, do you know who the concertmaster is? That is like the company manager. Oh, that's a good guess. But it's actually the first chair of the first violin. Does that even make sense? Any, oh, yes. Anything? Like yes. what a first violin is versus yes. the second violin. Yeah, it's okay, the one so who those plays are... all the hard notes and not doesn't just hold the chord. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Okay, I right. I'm just gonna go with that. And okay. do you know? And and they get ranked. Oh. So, in choirs, we don't do this. Mm-hmm. We don't rank our singers. But in orchestras, they're ranked and they're seated with higher visibility 
to the audience, uh-huh. the higher their rank is. Okay. So like the first chair, you can always see them. You know how like the orchestra sits on the floors. So you can't see the people in the middle. Uh huh. They are lower on the chair rank. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Why does the oboe play a note and then everyone tune to the oboe? Because the oboe is never wrong. Because it's yeah. a wood instrument that can't, it doesn't have strings. That can't That's, get off tune. A lot of that is super, super close. It it does have a really, really secure pitch. Uh-huh. And it also has that kind of, it's the instrument that like has that right sound. Yeah. So it can penetrate and everyone can hear it. Mm, yeah. And and they, the oboe will play the note A, 440A. And then all the other players make sure their A sounds exactly like that oboe's A. Interesting. Okay, here we go. Let's okay. see. How about Five this one? minutes remaining. When do you clap? When the oh. conductor turns around. <gasps> what a great clue. Yeah, that's great. I love that. You can also kind of tell like if there's a a main performer, like a featured pianist or a featured trumpet player. Uh-huh. They generally like will drop their body completely. You know what I mean? Like a bow, but not a bow. Like a relax. Not like a drop, but I just mean like the pianist will allow their all the tension out of their hands. They kind of end. But if you're in between movements, Mm -hmm. so classical songs sometimes have movements, right? And they have Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Uh, If they're between movements, but it's all the same piece, they may not release all that tension yet. Okay. Because they're preparing to go into the next section. So just in case you're like confused but here's here's the thing you're gonna see people will clap all over the place and then you'll see people like me last weekend but now i'm turning over a new leaf have that feeling of you're not supposed to clap between movements (laughs) but honestly that tradition only started in the last 50 years oh i didn't know that i didn't either so um they it's not necessarily completely incorrect and it also kind of depends where you live you know in new york they don't in palm beach they do maybe that's just how it is but in general if you're wondering like why wouldn't you clap it's because it's considered one big piece and they don't want to break the momentum or the mood between the pieces interesting i mean it makes sense yeah all right that's all i have oh i like this game i know i that that's literally all i have i have another game for you though okay Okay. <laughs> the game is, what's the difference between parchment paper, aluminum foil, and wax paper, and when should you use them in your kitchen? I mean, the difference is, I mean, because obviously they're different textures, right? Well, yes, they're made out of different things for yeah. sure. But as far as like what... So like parchment paper is used so that things don't stick. So if you're using, if you're making something sticky with like a dough or, oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Like, you know, like cookies or, uh, you know, balls of cheese, stuff like balls that. Balls of cheese. <laughs> yes. I, I uh, yes. Cool, aluminum cool. foil uh, uh-huh. helps with the heating process. So if you cover something, well, it's also a cleanup thing. So you can put it in the bottom of something. It will, it will, while you're cooking and it won't burn, but you can also put it over top and it keeps heat in. Yeah. So it's great for that. And then what was the third one? Aluminum, no, uh, uh, wax paper. Oh, wax paper. I'm loving this. Go ahead. 
Oh, see, wax paper, this is tricky. I think wax paper, oh, it's it's like parchment paper, but it's uh-huh. waxy, has a waxy uh-huh. film to it. Uh-huh. So I think remaining. that might be something that you use if you're uh, like rolling the dough, not necessarily cooking. I don't think you cook with it. Yeah, wax paper is not heat resistant. Oh, so it will right. melt. Yeah, it'll melt in your oven. And I have to say, like, wax paper is the one that I don't ever know what to do with it. Yeah, Like, I'm like, yeah, why same. do I have this? Yeah. So this article, I found it on whatsfordinner.com, says, I don't know, it just seems like an extra product. Protect kitchen counters. Mm-hmm. Like, you can use other things for that, right? Like a plate. Wrap up foods like sandwiches if you're trying to avoid using plastic. Okay. Because it's paper yeah. treated with wax. But okay, I, I, I like don't, that. But can you just throw that away? Can you just throw away wax paper? And Does, it's is fine? it recyclable? <laughs> That's a word, right? It was, but it was just great. Well, because I got mouth. tripped up by it. I was like, is that a word? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It mm. says you can cover food that will splatter in the microwave because it will not melt in the microwave. Mm. That's interesting. That seems sounds extra though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Still, it sounds like an unnecessary. And then this one, this is their last tip, and it still doesn't make me want to buy wax paper. Place a sheet under a bowl if you're sifting flour. Any flour that spills over the edge of the bowl can easily be poured back in. Okay. Not a need in my life. No, I don't I don't ever cook that hard. Yeah. Yeah, I don't ever cook that hard. <laughs> 30 seconds remaining. <laughs> I cook that hard. Have you ever mm. made foil packets with your aluminum foil and and roasted things in them or baked them? I've done sheet pans. You can make little packets with the foil. Oh, I didn't know that. And then I yeah, always you- like if I make Hannah like something for lunch that needs to stay warm, Ten, then I will put nine, that in her lunchbox wrapped eight, in foil. Seven, six to keep five, the heat in. Four, yeah, you're three, such a good mom. Two, you don't need wax one. paper. <laughs> 